Every week they talk about music coming into Milwaukee and music coming out of Milwaukee. Here's Evan Ritleski of 88.9 and Piet Levy of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. This is Tapped In. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tapped In. I am Evan. I am here with Piet. And it is now late June, which, as you know, in Milwaukee, usually means the start of Summerfest. Of course, this year, Summerfest won't be back until September. It's an odd year. But we're still in a Summerfest frame of mind. And Piet, recently, you wrote about one of the biggest Summerfest shows in recent memory, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this year marks the 10th anniversary of the very special Kanye West show at the Marcus Amphitheater. Happened on June 30th, 2011. This was a massive deal, uh, Evan, and and you. I remember you wrote about this. You were there. Uh, it was significant because this was coming after My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which was a massive album at the time. It really kind of felt like it was a modern classic. And he didn't do an actual tour behind it. Instead, he did an appearance at Coachella in April. Uh, and then that summer, he did uh, the Essence Festival in New Orleans, and he did Summerfest, and and that was it. There was no like Lollapalooza performance with this. There's no official tour behind this album at all. He didn't even play in Chicago. <laughs> Los Angeles didn't get it. New York didn't get it. Even his hometown, Chicago, that he always rode for, didn't get this big show. For some reason, Milwaukee did. It did, and it's really amazing because that is still an album that uh, is still considered one of Kanye's best albums by many fans. And again, an extremely rare show and a really significant get for Summerfest. You know, I I remember kind of covering Summerfest for the first time as an intern at the Journal Sentinel in 2005. Just as someone was, was kind of fresh to the scene, it still kind of felt a little bit like a, the, the Baby Boomers Festival. You know, there wasn't there weren't that many acts that were playing Summerfest that I was like super excited about. Uh, I remember like there was a Pixies Weezer show that I was really, you know, jam- you know, really excited for. <laughs> but the back Pixies then, Weezer was about the bar back in the day for old Summerfest. Yeah, exactly. So for them to get Kanye West, who was kind of like the really center of the pop culture universe for an extremely rare show um, behind this really significant album that was getting tons of praise. Pitchfork gave it like a perfect score, which Pitchfork like never does. Um, for that to happen was was quite a head turner. And I think it really kind of showed that Summerfest, even though it long kind of touted itself as the world's largest music festival, that they were able to pull off some really impressive gets. And it would kind of foreshadow amazing gets in the future, like whether it's Rolling Stones playing a rare amphitheater show or Billie Eilish kind of at the peak of uh, you know her breakout powers uh, a couple years ago. What do you remember about the show itself? Like what, what stayed with you? Yeah, I just remember that he was really late. There was like an hour, <laughs> there was like an hour between Kid Cudi, who was really did like twenty minutes, which was really really disappointing. And then it was just a really long time until Kanye showed up. But when Kanye showed up, I remember being really thrilling. I mean, it was like a packed, probably a sold out show. I remember him coming through the crowd, which was pretty stunning. I feel like because at this point, you know, Kanye was extremely polarizing. This was after the whole Taylor Swift thing. Um, and even when, when the show was announced, I remember the Journal Sentinel, there were a lot of negative comments about this booking. Uh, a lot of people excited, but a lot of people that were really did not like Kanye and thought this was ridiculous that he was, you know, being booked. I remember him going like 20 minutes straight. I wrote in my review, he like went 20, 20 minutes straight without taking a breath. It was just going song after song after song, just really intense energy for those first 20 minutes before he even like took a single breather. Um, and it was just really remarkable how much he put into this show. Uh, it, it really it really felt like, you know, he was just laying it all out there. And and this the show meant kind of like life or death to him, really. It was really, really dramatic. What about you? What do you remember from it? 
Yeah, it was. I mean, I remember the dancers. He, he comes out with 20 ballerinas. You, you can't forget that. Uh, it almost had like a beautiful minimalism to it. Just most most of the time it was one man on a, an empty stage. And sometimes it was one man with 20 dancers. Uh, it, it was very passionate. You know, this was like sort of Kanye's first album where he was the pariah. You know, he was almost uh, almost testing out what it felt like to play the villain, which he'd never really done in his music before. And he he gave these long, passionate testimonials uh, and defenses of himself and thanked the fans for standing with him. He was just really, in hindsight, you could see him trying to figure out the type of pop star that he wanted to be. You know, if he spent the first couple albums of his career being this beloved underdog, everyman, this was really the album that that turned him into sort of like the narcissist that we know and either love or hate today. Yeah, no, I think that's really true. I think this was kind of basically the peak of his powers too. Because, I mean, this album got obviously a lot of acclaim. Yeezus got a lot of acclaim. And then Kanye's star kind of started to fall from there. And Kanye's reputation as a live performer kind of fell from there. I just feel like with this, wherever he was in his life, this was a moment where he felt like he really had something dramatically to prove. And he really put everything into trying to prove it. Uh, and that's how that album comes off. That's how Yeezus comes off. And then after that, I feel like he, he's maybe spread a little thin. He's got his mind in a lot of different places. And he's working on different projects. And um, I don't think we ever really saw Kanye that intense and impressive as a live performer. Uh, that that was really 2011. The next couple of years, that was basically the peak of, of Kanye as a performer, uh, as as a influential figure in, in the world, I feel like. So for Summerfest to get him at the peak of his powers was really really impressive um and again kind of came ahead of some other really impressive bookings over that subsequent decade i feel like some of us really stepped it up in terms of some of those really huge gaps and uh it's a show that people will remember uh and probably talk about in another 10 years as well yeah might be the last time i see kanye too <laughs> we'll see probably will be yeah, we'll um, see. very fun going down memory road with you piet you can check out Piet's great article about that show at JS Online. You can find the full version of this podcast online at RadioMilwaukee.org and wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tapped In is produced by Kenny Perez. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from the License Lab with support from you, our members. Thanks to our subscribers too. Piet, I will see you next time on Tapped In. See you next time. <laughs>